Hello, welcome to Grass in the Sky. It isn't your average podcast. For a start, nobody has anything to plug. Secondly, none of the people are what you might call famous. And thirdly, they have the most remarkable stories to tell. I'll be asking them about books, music, sport, art, films, food, etc. All those wonderful things that inspire us, unite us, move us, and for one reason or another, leave an everlasting mark. I've gone local this week. Um, I'm speaking to Marisha and Andy from the most beautiful vegan shop in Velper in Derbyshire, the town where I currently live. Um, it is, as I say, a beautiful vegan shop. It is eco-friendly, organic where possible. And, you know, in a, in a time when we are being encouraged more and more to try to live a more sustainable lifestyle where and when possible, this really is a beautiful environment to be in. Um, and the community feel is wonderful. I do hope you get a feel of that from the, the conversation. And also, I got the name wrong immediately of the uh, shop opening line. Quite spectacular. Living up to my dreadful reputation, I think I'm taking this let's be natural and, um, you know, not know much about the host and the um, subject matter. I think I'm taking that a bit too far because it's just, you know, plain rude now. So I do apologise again and thank you, Marisha, for um, so graciously correcting me. Please enjoy listening um, to this conversation with these lovely people in this beautiful shop, Earth Harmony. Hello, I'm sitting here with Marisha and Andy and you run this beautiful shop we're sitting in called Vegan Harmony in Belper in Derbyshire. <laughs> well, it's called Earth Harmony next to Vegan Revelation, but yes, ah. that's a really nice take on it. I like it. Another yeah. good start for me. No, <laughs> say it, tell me again. It's called Earth Harmony. Ah, right. Why, where have I got Vegan well, Harmony? Well, Vegan Revelation is the cafe next door uh. and we and the whole shop is vegan, right. so everything here is vegan. So, in a way, it's quite <laughs> a nice spin on it. Oh, I think we might that, have to be brand. It's, it's Harmony Vegan, Vegan Harmony. Well, it's Earth Harmony. That's it. It yeah. used to be called Sue Sustainables, and oh, some okay. people still come in. It's the place that's not Sue Sustainables anymore. Oh, okay. That would just be this, the eco shop. So, or... did you change the name? We did, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, we thought it'd be weird to call it Sue Sustainables if Sue wasn't here. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. And it was quite interesting to find a name because. A lot of uh, eco names have already been taken. Yes. I think we still have the booklet somewhere where we sort of looked through all the mm. bits. And then I found, I think it's, it was really weird because I found it in a Google search, like a synonym for sustainable living. And then Earth Harmony came up. Oh, so nice. it's like living in harmony with the earth. And yeah, um, I think there's only one other place in America called Earth Harmony. Oh, my God. Or there's a, you know, it's not one of those names that's used. It's common, um, no quite a lot so it was quite nice yeah. oh good well you can always have vegan harmony vegan harmony <laughs> yeah absolutely so how long have you been on these premises how long have you had this place I think it's a bit more than that so November 2020 yeah okay is is when we took over um and it was that day when the next day a lockdown was declared. Oh, my so, goodness. So, yes, it yeah. was very interesting times. Yes. You stayed open all the way through. You stayed open? You stayed open. Because you were classed, presumably, as... Essential, essential. yeah, essential yeah. or, yeah. That's wonderful. Because it's mostly food we sell, so yes. people really relied on it. And, it and was... did people know that you were open throughout? Um, I think so. So yeah. there's quite a loyal following for mm -hmm. this area of the mill. Um, so people who came to get their vegan revelation takeaways yeah. on Friday and Saturday night would then pop in and get pop some shopping. Here. So we were open on Friday Why and not? Saturday evenings alongside the calf next yes. door with okay. their takeaway service. So people could, could just pick some things up at the yeah. same time. Well, I didn't discover you until quite, you know, late on. I don't know why I didn't discover you, because this is, like, quite heavenly for me. I'm really this glad place. to hear that. I'm not vegan, as you say. Mm. You're you're not vegan either, are no, you? No, no, we're not. We do, we do obviously, eat mostly vegan yeah. alternatives. You know, we, we are aware of it all, but we do still, yeah, still eat me fish too. and meat and yeah. eggs. And so we just try to get the most sustainable versions it's, of those yes, whenever possible. Precisely. And, 
everything in the shop is also organic so for people who for who that's important there's a few things that it's um, prohibitive in cost or mm -hmm. not available mm -hmm. but uh, it's always the idea is to get vegan organic where possible refillable mm. where possible plastic free yeah and uh, even biodynamic so the yes. coffee we just got today is vegan organic fair trade and biodynamic so that that's all and plastic free as well so yeah. without any plastic. and you're always sourcing trying to source new things aren't you we are new yes. things different things <laughs> that's just our neighbor dushing in hey hello, hello neighbor. neighbor come on in hello neighbors what are you after that is a we that do bell. yeah, yeah. the bell the bell is is um that is... so sue used hello. to have a bell oh <laughs> It's very that much lovely a little. Hug. It's, it's absolutely. Oh my gosh. Who's this? Who's this? Beatrice. Oh, what a beautiful name. That was my mum's middle name. Beatrice. And oh, this is our lovely neighbour Lise. You're welcome to speak. Oh, you're from the cafe. Yeah. Hello, what is your name? Sorry. Lise Taylor. Hello, I'm Elizabeth. Nice to meet you, Elizabeth. We're having a little chat. Yeah. Earth Harmony is the place to come for a chat. It so really many is. times we see our neighbours uh, and you know friends coming in and the community be like, oh, hello, you know people who have uh, similar oh, interests. Yeah. Of course you can, yeah. Um, so yes, it is. It is always nice. And yesterday That's I was lovely. speaking to a friend of mine who's helping me with some coaching, and we're we're designing uh, an app for the shop so people can easily find everything with. We're selling and make it easier to mm. increase our turnover in the next year or You're so. You're very innovative, Marisha, aren't you? Well, we have you, to be. I was going to say you have you know, to be, Because yeah. a lot of zero-waste shops are closing, sadly, at the minute. Because if they are isolated like yeah. and people have to make a special journey to come to them, yeah. instead of using an online service yes. or just re going back to using um, supermarkets or online supermarkets with lots of deals. So it's the buying power, isn't it? So when... So, I presume, um, yeah, right yeah. now now people exactly. are you know struggling financially a lot aren't they absolutely and it's you can definitely see there's there's two sorts of uh, angles that that we see happening is some people are saying you know what while i can afford it i'm just going to live life to the fullest and and keep on seeking out you know quality products yes. and i live only once so it's sort of the difference between looking into the future like saving for pensions and things you know some uh, in the olden days i think there was the sense of looking towards the future yeah. that fear of living for the moment whereas yes. now all of these things have made people realize i'm just here once mm -hmm. and i think people are getting a better view of health mm -hmm. so many people come to us with um you know they've been referred by a doctor to eat less meat right. or they've been uh, told to reduce their carbohydrate uh, yeah. i mean yes carbohydrates and and gluten yeah. and then they come really with that sense of a longing for a healthier life mm -hmm. and so many of the teas and things we sell and a lot of things can can support lots of different conditions so and i and i suppose with older people then they don't know that um not good and nutritious alternatives are available do they now you yeah. know if you've had a lifetime of eating meat mm. because that's how you were brought up or or like you say probably too many carbohydrates mm. too many cakes fats you know and they come to somewhere like this they can actually uh, you know see for themselves that lovely tasty mm. alternatives are available aren't they absolutely yes so there's i mean it must be difficult if you if you don't want to give things like meat up and you know and fish and dairy to a certain degree but I suppose you know like you say if people want to live a healthier lifestyle or they've been told they need to live a healthier lifestyle this is the place to be isn't it to be able to yeah see what's possible it is true and also some people go on a big mission of plastic free living as well yep. so saying that Wow, actually, I, we considered having little... Well, at the beginning, people used to bring all their plastic little bottles in, in case someone didn't bring their bottle, but that made it possible for that person to just keep buying plastic and giving it to us, thinking that, you know, we'll, ma we'll make use of it and oh, they can right. keep using it. Okay. And then we realised that... Um, 
we don't want to do that because yeah. there's actually quite stringent rules about so if someone brought any item in to be refilled they take the responsibility for it but if we provide the vessel for yes. it to be in that has some obviously obviously some standards um related to that so it needs to be washed at a certain temperature yes. or be brand new okay um so with the paper bags that we use um that instead of someone's jaw like sometimes it's really funny the dirt on jars or, or bottles like someone you can see they've not washed that for ages yeah. but it's so lovely because it's their choice yes and we just fill that mm. and that's okay but yes. obviously we couldn't provide no, uh, a dirty yeah. jar yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a dirty <laughs> bottle so we just said well it's we're a, not... it may just be a loved jar <laughs> and a loved bottle mightn't it exactly well people <laughs> love their reusable things yeah and, and things that they're like no I've got that bottle and I've yeah, had it yeah. for many years and they get really sad when mm. it finally has a little hole <laughs> oh, in it <laughs> so that's why we now have um, only recyclable, uh, really recyclable things yeah. like glass or metal bottles that we uh -huh. provide and sell. Yes. And then people love those and we're just working on some labelling, you know, mm. just making it our own. That sense of, you know what, there, there is this, this um, energy around Earth Harmony where we feel like it's sort of running away with us. Mm -hmm. Like we need to think of it more professionally and in a bigger scale for it to to sustain us for decades to come yes, because this right. for us is is now our family business that yes. we want to take mm -hmm. into the future yeah mm -hmm. you seem pretty professional to me already but, oh um, thank you that's really kind that's <laughs> look around and you have you have toiletries you have food you have teas coffees um tapes things like uh, you know alternative parcel tapes gardening equipment you have got an array of beautiful looking nuts and snacks and the the sweets over there vegan yeah yes the sugar yes, sweets vegan, that, that yeah. beatrice just had that's it yeah, yeah. and I of course um, jewelry as well yes your loo rolls your kitchen rolls your... so what happened with the jewelry and the paintings is because we opened in lockdown all the shops that normally sell those gifts and of course it was just before christmas it was november yeah so suddenly all those markets were cancelled uh, everything okay. where people might normally buy art and craft yeah. and and special things so we invited our friends who are arts artists and crafters to sell their things in our oh, shop wonderful. because we yeah. wanted to give people this one-stop place yes. to come and they know so obviously a lot of things we sell come from far away because it has you know we don't grow brazil nuts in no, this country precisely. so uh, but it's that's why those are all organic to su mm. support regeneration mm -hmm. all over the world and um, but to balance that out we we had this this sense of supporting the local community okay. and so we we just kept um, having the arts and crafts and jewelry from from our local you know literally people who walk from their home mm -hmm. to here to, to keep stocking up and it's just That's, lovely it is a lovely well. thing to do yeah absolutely so when people I... now often come and say well i have a friend who's really eco-conscious yes. and i know this is the place to buy buy a gift for them yeah that really is wonderful isn't it, it is yeah and that's helping us to, you know, mm. balance out the turnover that we need to stay open, really. Mm. So Every time I come really in, well. I see something different. So, you know. <laughs> we do like shopping. Or oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, we. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy is really good at keeping, um, you know, all the food stocked up. So, yeah, it's very meticulous. How long have you two been together? It's nearly five years now. Okay, yeah. so and you have a little girl. Yes, we do. Yes. What's so, your little girl's first name? Um, sh her name's Eleni. Eleni. Yes. Beautiful name. It is. Yeah. So her name's Greek. So her dad's Greek, oh, and we okay. wanted to give her a Greek name, even mm -hmm. though she's English, but a simple, um, you know, easy. Well, we thought easy to pronounce okay. name. <laughs> they were all so very happy about Andy that. has his hands full because obviously I'm South African, and um, yeah, I'm going to get onto that. Our, our background is. The, let's just say the bloodline's very densely complicated like so many people in South Africa because of the different uh, times of people emigrating from Europe to South Africa yeah um, it's it's very stubborn temperamental sort of characteristics and then this little half Greek girl with her temperament so Andy's uh, anglicizing us you know teaching us how to be proper little uh -huh. English girls <laughs> which is not Go always <laughs> Is that, is that... <laughs> oh, I can see that though. You're complete yin and yang, aren't you? Uh, yeah, 
yes, in many ways we are, and that's what makes it work. But, yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. but very much like that. Yeah, very much together. Yeah. So how long have you been in the UK, Marisha? Um, well, it's interesting. I, I left South Africa on the 9th of September 2009. So does that make it 13 years this September? Yeah, um, I think so. Yes. And it's really funny because on my passport it says 09, 09, 09. Okay. <laughs> the date was really... I love numbers. Okay. Like balancing numbers, so... And was there a particular reason you left? You were coming... What were you coming to? Well, the main thing was to go live in a society where I didn't have to fear to be attacked or murdered okay. at any time, which was quite nice. Mm -hmm. Because we were, you know, I had experienced some of those sort okay. of things. And also the main thing was to train as a drama therapist. Uh, so okay. I had considered a few different places you couldn't do that then do the final training um but you could in derby so derby was and and london of course so yeah. first started in london and then eventually london derby university derby. Yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. Mm. so that was the main reason why you came here and, and yeah. you're still here i am yes derbyshire just stole my heart oh i did it good yeah, I mean, coming from London, every time with the train, the first time I was like, oh my goodness, look at all these trees. and it's very different. Just the sense mm. We're of... very lucky, aren't we? Yeah, and I'll never forget the first time I took the bus to Britannia Mall and this, the bus driver was somewhere, hey, Ducky, where are you going? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why are you call me Ducky? I'm, do I walk like a duck? <laughs> so it's been really funny and interesting to um, assimilate into the society. Yeah. yeah, we're very known for that in the East Midlands, <laughs> hey, up mid aren't we? Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. Derby and Nottinghamshire, yeah. The, but it's different in different places, isn't it? Yeah, everything else. Birmingham, it's Bath, Sheffield. isn't it? Yeah. To Sheffield, it's different up there. Yeah, what do they say in Sheffield then? Is that just, is it love? Something like that, I don't know. <laughs> Could be, yeah. So, so you, you, and where did you, you obviously met in Derby, a pair of you. Um, yes, we actually met online. Oh, and right. then we okay. met, uh, met around here, so yeah. it was just like, wow. It's okay. amazing, five years. You seem to me like you've been together forever i don't mean to sound really yeah. you know too corny oh but <laughs> <laughs> yes it's just always been like that you know that yeah. sense of um acceptance uh, you know that mm. sort of uh, unconditional love and acceptance and also um definitely that sense of work ethic you know andy yes. and i have dismantled greenhouses sheds together oh, yeah. we've yeah. built a massive allotment designed you know lots of hard hard work yes. and done that together and yes so we we work well together and that's why having the shop together and we also run another um, business together that we started alone and now have other people involved with okay so yes it's that sense of staying busy and being useful and it is a sense of staying yeah. busy but it's being on the same wavelength isn't it very much on the same wavelength yeah i guess it is yeah do we you do have these sort of meetings like this is the priority and he'll be like i love thinking things through and making ideas and connections and I've never had someone where I just have to say something once like this is what I think and he'll be like yeah yeah I agree cool let's do it like sometimes I was like holy moly this is a bit scary like yeah. I said oh I'd really like a patio here like you know like we need to move some of the soil and then he just got started and moved two tons of soil Did you? and extended into yeah. this like yeah that's a good idea cool let's do it mm -hmm. just get on with it and just the way he will start and not finish until the job's done mm. i was like holy moly i would have had to stop three times for a tea break or yeah, exactly. whatever and he i suppose it's having been a builder for 20 years he's just oh, got that, well, that sense that, of absolutely let's yeah. just get get started yes and brilliant get the job done so which do you prefer this life or the or the life in the building trade depends what the weather is <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good answer <laughs> but if you if you do stuff at home you still do it don't you yeah, you yeah, still yeah. do you enjoy it sometimes yeah yeah it's hard work isn't it yeah the building trade yeah i'm gonna make some it's more coffee is that physical right? work. Are you, still good? you go ahead and make coffee I'll be back in a minute. i'm drinking this lovely coffee It's a lovely, lovely atmosphere, Marisha, and you must be very proud of yourselves. Yeah, it's evolved quite a lot. I was going to say, uh, yeah, what, what, when you say evolved, did you have artwork and things like that? Did Sue have artwork? Sue's sustainable? Sue sustainable? Yeah, Sue did have uh, Artist of the Month. She always uh, liked to support local... Because you have artwork now, that's why I've just... Yeah, that. absolutely. So, it's actually lovely. Oh, this is... Hi, 
<laughs> come in, come in, come in. Uh, this is... Um, oh, you wouldn't think anything that's gluten-free. You know, as people who don't need to eat gluten-free, so sometimes we accidentally find something that's gluten-free. It's like, oh my goodness, what is that? But this is incredible. Almond biscotti that's vegan and gluten-free. Is it? And organic. And uh, made Almond gluten-free, no refined sugar. Yeah. Do you want to You try? know, I would be the one of the first. I'm all right. I'm not so keen on mm. almonds, but I love almonds, mm. but not marzipan. Mm. Oh, do you know what? What am I talking about? Of course I'd like to try it's, one. Thank yeah. you. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. Well, I'd buy that. Mm. Straight away, but equally, you know, mm. Marisha, I would buy um, a bar of Galaxy chocolate, mm. you know. So, is that going with the flow, or is that greed, or is that well, just stupid? Something we've learnt, and what's really fascinating for us to, um, like our friends who's selling plants today, they're part of our permaculture network. Mm -hmm. And when you look at permaculture and ethics, God, they are nice. so if you look back mm. to the ethics of anything that's being made, mm -hmm. So it means that it, if you believe in karma or energy, you'll know that if a galaxy bar, I'm not sure about the whole uh, background of the cocoa and how it's sourced, but a lot of times these, like Nestle, for example, is one of the really big baddies mm. who they only are. buy cocoa at such small, yeah. um, cheap prices that the only way for families to actually survive is by letting their children work mm. in the cocoa fields because they... Can pay so them what less. they put on their stuff is quite misleading, isn't it? Sometimes it's mm. their own certification mm. and it's not necessarily completely fair trade. And okay. that's why, if you think as well about organic, when you support organic farming, it means that farmers can actually self-sustain mm. as well, have their little patch where they grow their own food, whereas often the pesticides are so toxic yeah. that they can't actually grow their own food mm. alongside. No. The so it's, it's a, quite literally a bit of a vicious circle. It is. Mm. So when you're supporting something that's organic, ethically grown, often by cooperatives, often by women, you know, a lot of the organic farming in India, for example, is, is done by women. Mm -hmm. And if you just think of empowerment and sustainability mm. and, and so many good things that come from supporting these products, that's why when uh, we were talking about, oh gosh, people are going to think, can I still afford to buy a little extra for organic um, products? We're just like, this is not the time to give up on organic farming. Yeah, exactly. You know, we really need to do even more because if we're struggling where we are, just imagine how it is elsewhere in, mm. in countries that are not as blessed as us to have such good trade links with the whole world. Yes. I mean, and I was always astounded. The ease of getting French uh, wine or Italian... Um, confectionery or pasta, yeah. all these different lovely products, whereas where I grew up, you know, certain things were just harder to get and much, much more expensive because of the, the way, long way it's travelled, yes. because all the people making a cut out of the profits on the way. Yes. It's, it's really fascinating when you look at all the different systems involved mm. in getting something to your plate. Or to yeah, your I'm own. very aware of products from um, countries such as South Africa and Argentina mm. and Chile as well, you know, almost. I always try and buy fair trade and um, organic fair trade. Made such a difference. Really um, does. It does, yeah. And also what I like, um, the next one is the fair for life. You must have seen that as well. So that basically means that um, they're not only being fair as in a balance. It's not a deep hole you're sinking into. In this. Right. It's, it's actually growing. Uh, it's like it? climate positive. You know, sometimes we say climate neutral, climate yes. no, but if you go over beyond and, and have that long term investment in communities mm. um, where all the different things are looked at. Yeah. Mm. So you're finding that people are very much sort of heading towards wanting to live a more healthy um, sustainable and more sort of um, just aware way of life, you know. Yeah. Are there conscience kicking in, do you think? Is it a conscience thing or is it a combination mm. of everything? I think it's a combination of everything, but also equally we feel like um, we do meet people all along the journey, like the people who have been vegetarian for decades, yeah. who have been using these products uh, a long time and that just had a harder time to get hold of it. Right. 
then there's the people who just happen upon the shop and say actually this makes sense or it reminds me of the olden days i mean uh, before supermarkets people did buy bulk mm. you know the bulk shops or the scoop shops i think they called it okay so where you just bought what you needed yes um so if, if this was on a larger scale you know scooping like in south africa there's a lot of indian shops and uh, where people have direct links to India, importing right. spices and things, and you would go into a place and there'd be, you know, a bit like those markets you see on the travel shows where yeah. heaps and heaps of turmeric and paprika and um, curry leaves and curry, all the different ingredients mm -hmm. in bulk where you take as little or as much as you want. Mm -hmm. So I think that's often also another selling point is the fact that people, if they wanted, you know, if you do a recipe and you only need 50 grams of something, but you have to buy a half a kilo of it, um, you know, if you just come here and buy just that 50 gram you need, then it means it's going to be fresher the next yes. time you do need it instead of standing at the back of your yeah. cupboard. Okay. So all sorts of benefits, I think, to just getting what you mm. need and nothing more, nothing less. Can I just go back to your role as a drama therapist? Mm, did you, did you, presumably you, you qualified? Yes, I did, yes. So I work mainly with uh, children with autism in school. Uh -huh. So I'm also a qualified teacher, so okay. that's why I started working in school. You did say just before we started speaking that you did that for about 10 years? Yes, so mm -hmm. I worked in schools for 10 years and it was interesting because although I did um, my placements for drama therapy um, in the NHS and also in schools doing therapy, I've also had that that blur between being a teacher and a therapist. Yes. Um, so I was employed as a teacher, but also doing the one-to-one the -one therapy bits and coordinating the, the different therapies for children. But I'm at the moment just looking at a way to to also have that small private practice on the side. Oh right, I was going to ask you, are you still? Yeah. Well, the thing is, doing I, anything. Just before COVID hit, uh, in fact, the week before, um, Sue asked us or invited us to take over the shop. You know, I just set up this whole uh, plan to start a private practice and have a space that right. I rented. Mm -hmm. So I just narrowly escaped that contract. Right. Um, with, you know, when Sue said, oh yeah, I'm leaving and I think you should take over the shop. Okay. So that put things on hold a bit. So were you a customer here? Um, yes, yes yeah. we were. We were really good friends with yeah. uh, Sue and Will and mm -hmm. on various things. So she's a fascinating, she's also a really good singer. So we okay. actually met on open mic nights. Did we you? first met her Excellent. husband and then later on we put together that they <laughs> were together and then it just all evolved over there. So we, we feel like we know all the best people involved with oh, We all know yes. each other in some way that's and lovely, share many it? interests. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Open mic night, where, did, where was that? At the Queen's Head, it's just starting up now oh, okay. again after COVID. Excellent. And yes. So yeah, everything like that had to shut down, unfortunately, didn't it? So Andy, um, for a while after stopping building, he upcycled furniture. Oh, so okay. while we did all the gardening, and that's sort of how we started with the recycling business that we started then, because we were realised that people, it's it's hard to sell things quick enough to yes. keep going because you run out of space like yeah. and sue sold some of the furniture in her shop so so Fantastic. we were in um so sue liked the sustainable element of it mm -hmm. and invited andy to or oh, i think i may have asked and she said yeah of course so it's it's weird to imagine that the, she even had space so she had a more threadbare approach not yeah, like okay. us with all the different things in and it was quite. And do you, do you still lovely. do that kind of thing, Andy? Do you still not? Really not no, you don't have time, probably. No, I don't have time. You don't okay. have time. But I do have a small addiction to furniture. <laughs> I thought you might, you know. <laughs> well, all so, the bits over time, we replaced some of the make-do bits that were in the shop with with more, you know, antique pieces. Ah, right. Okay. So some came out of the old library when the library closed. Oh, um, nice. So those big shelves are from the library. These, are they? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fair. The li about the library. Um, and you know obviously off marketplace mm -hmm. someone gave these away they had um, made it bespoke many years ago when everyone had lots of cds and they they gave it away on on Those facebook marketplace cabinets on wheels yeah. they gave them away <laughs> yes, they are ideal for like displaying your for... <laughs> products yes they are made for them so uh, Andy's family joked that i'm the finder like <laughs> it's just say marisha i'm looking for this and then i'll find it um, I just love finding yeah. beautiful things and 
Yes, our friend Murray will always say, oh, it's all about the furniture. <laughs> when we were talking about, well, we're we just working on how to fit all the furniture in. So this used to be an antique shop many years You've ago. You've got such energy, Marisha, honestly, haven't you? <laughs> Hasn't she? Her energy is just remarkable. And yeah. it's it's really in, very infectious. And it's very warm. What were you saying about the antique shop? Sorry. Well, this used to be an antique shop. Oh, so did people it? We're used to coming here for. There's, yeah, there's still a couple knocking around in the building, aren't there? There yeah. is just on the other side now. But yeah, it was nice to just give that nod to you know, well-made old old pieces of furniture. Yeah, yeah. And to give them a home. So even. You know, this was the newest piece we added. Um, right. So it's all about the measurements, how can it fit in and what yeah. purpose will it have. And Yeah, so it's, it is quite fun. I love that way. you've got the shelves from the Belpool Library. I think that's a lovely touch, isn't it? It is, yeah. So we, over the years, have... Uh, we used to do tip The runs. old Belpool Library, yeah, yeah, I should say, one, yeah. yeah. So uh, we used to do tip runs and things before yeah. we started doing the advanced recycling, which is less... At the time, it was a bit less okay. <laughs> hard work. But, yes, yeah, so through that, we really got involved mm. in the sense of repurposing things. And people would now say, oh, do you have a job for this? Or can you find a use for this? Or where shall I recycle this? Yeah. And ask us do do you like skips? We have it's fine had, to um, admit yeah. that. Well, we found that uh, over the years, we went from, you know, relying on skips or finding that and uh, excite in fact when i moved to balpa um i i had this guy who went and collected lots of things for me and i said to him oh and you know that skip next to the yeah. nursery just go there and go pick up that big um bookshelf and yeah so i'm very i don't know it just you reminded me just for a second that i when i lived in london quite a long time ago now one of my flatmates, she used to just turn up with things. She'd just got off the top of skips. Or she'd phone me and say, can you help me roll this cog down, down the street to the flat? And we'd use these big cogs that had wire round, you know? Wonderful, yeah. The big industrial the reels. The reels okay, yeah. And have it as a table, you know? Brilliant. We had, you know, a couple of Everything tables. we need already exists. And mm. it's just about matching matching it correctly, isn't yeah, it? That yeah, that sense of... It is, you know, and it's, people, it's awareness for people isn't it mm. people being aware people being a bit more courageous and wanting to take that step in living a, a bit of a different life mm. older people mainly not necessarily yeah. um, well, but if you think about at the it moment though, yeah. um you know economics come into it a lot don't they mm. you know at the moment with everything being increased price wise and resources being taken from certain communities and food banks being relied on more and more I feel that um, this at the moment, people would love to live like this a little bit more, you know. But the people, some people I speak to, having said that, I have a friend, and she's she's very eco-friendly and very eco-aware and really lives as sustainable a, a life as she can. So she would rather buy one of these products that may be more expensive than a supermarket product um, and use it and use it and use it and refill it. Rather or than use buy it more two. mindfully as yes. well, you know, if you think about so or often rather than waste, use yeah. two little bottles yeah. of something from a supermarket. Absolutely, yes. I think there's lots more of mindfully. You're to be right there, Marisha. Yeah. Yes, it's that sense of really. So when people say, "Well, I've bought this," like pine nuts is a good example. So pine right. nuts are normally quite expensive, but often because um, someone buys non-organically grown pine nuts and has it in a big bulk and then package it in plastic, little yeah. plastic bags. So often it's packaged in such a small quantity yeah. that you don't have... Uh, so many people tell us, I don't know what 50 grams looks like. I don't know how much I buy normally. I just right. uh, trust the packaging. You yeah. know? Sometimes things are, are packaged in such a small quantity. So often our nuts are actually cheaper than... And ours are organic yes. than... than the standard small okay. package down to 25 grams or something okay. for £1.99 because so many people have to be paid along the way. Yeah. The, the, the factory or the warehouse where it's packaged yes. and then the, especially now when things are moved about mm -hmm. so often. Mm. And what we found uh, during that crisis that most supermarkets had with their lorry drivers because we are supported by cooperatives, yes. everyone gets paid the same money. Yes. So there isn't that exploitation that makes people not motivated to do their jobs. Okay. And our supply chain was fine throughout. I was going to say, what yeah. was your supply chain like mm. then in terms of that? How, how did you get your supplies in then? Uh, 
yes, deliveries. That, yeah, they they have their own fleet because of that. Yeah, oh, all okay. and and the people who work in those cooperatives are able to do the many jobs. They're mm. not just the driver, uh-huh. so they can go into the warehouse, they can go into the office, they take turns oh, yeah. to do different things, and people are more flexible in cooperatives. Oh, because, that makes such sense, doesn't and, it? And and it means uh, because you take the hierarchy of status away like i'm the manager i'm the managing oh, director yeah. you take yeah, away yeah. all the shareholders mm-hmm. the people who work there are the shareholders and they are the ones you know who yeah. run it to make the decisions yeah. and it's all um just very different mm-hmm. than than other type of structures yeah. you know where there's bosses and shareholders and mm-hmm. where it's not always back to the ethics mm-hmm. it's you know profits <laughs> i can't you know i'm so glad you made the decision to do this instead of your practice i'm sorry for saying that but, but yeah. you know as much as i could see you making such a difference in people's lives with your therapy i feel you do that here as well very much you know we often talk about all sorts of things as you may have experienced in your visits and it's have, uh, have you have you missed you know doing anything like that I have, um, and I what I have decided to do, and what is manageable for me is, because I love uh, I love I, the idea of identity and transformation, and um, lots of different sorts of uh, energies that are sort of um, transformational, I suppose. Yeah. So I I will be doing some therapy with students therapy students so if you're training to be a therapist you have to have your own personal therapy um and i have one student already booked up to do 36 sessions of therapy okay so i will be starting that in in the autumn so that's like a um work experience for them not really no it's a proper therapy experience so they always joke to say there are only two parts of the population that have to have therapy prisoners and therapy students so when you are trained, that's the difference between someone who has studied psychology and someone who's a psychologist or mm. a therapist, mm-hmm. because you need to know your own st- life story mm. and what's your stuff, as you would say, because if you don't own and know your stuff and your issues in your life, you can easily transfer that uh, onto people you work with. And then that is called re-traumatization and all sorts of things. Or imagine if you knew you had an attachment difficulty and you then attach yourself to uh, uh, I know precisely where you're coming from, Marisha. Yeah. All of that. So it's yeah. not just I've... work experience. It is literally no, that was, therapy. Yeah, that was yeah, a bad use of... of yeah, yeah um, but it is, in some ways, it is that sense of having a role model, of having someone along this journey of um, moving from studying something to becoming something. And yeah, absolutely. It takes a long, long time. And I was talking about it just last night, that sense of identity. How do you step into roles in life to say... I am a shopkeeper. I'm not just playing shop. I'm a shopkeeper. This is my role, my identity. I'm, I'm the hat I'm wearing when I'm in the shop, mm-hmm. or when I teach drama on a Saturday morning. I'm a teacher, mm. and I can guide these kids through learning the things that I've learned in my life and passing on that, that skill. Or when, like on the weekend, I did some singing on the marketplace for the mayor's service. Then I'm a singer. So I, I'm someone who is who's just learned to segment that portfolio of roles in in society that i love doing because i get so bored otherwise you know i yeah. couldn't just be one thing no <laughs> <laughs> you do surprise me <laughs> that's wonderful though marisha I, I feel a little bit like that i haven't got your courage i don't think and i haven't got your energy but um Hopefully I'll, I'll rediscover all of those things. You were singing in the marketplace. Yes, yeah, so singing was really my first love. If was I could, it? When I was younger, if I could just leave everything else, I would have... But then I got bored waiting in the wings or going to <laughs> auditions. Like when I studied drama, it's like, oh God, this is boring, waiting for my turn, you know, or, or feeling... Um, reduced by the societal norms of stereotypes like oh you're you have to lose a bit of weight if you yes. want to be the main character mm. or oh darling if you want to do musical theater you'll have to learn how to tap dance and mm. ballet and mm. jazz and whatever and i was like oh i don't like the thoughts of that so all along there's been these um restrictions that i just shrugged off eventually mm. and said I can do this on my terms, you know, yeah. and I just reach, and that's why I say the sense of Belper mm-hmm. has just, like, given me this big hug it's and embraced. said, welcome, and you can be everything do you, you know, are Do you know, it does here. embrace yeah. all of those things, it does, um, this, yeah. this lovely town, it really does. 
And it gives people the option to just step into different opportunities and mm -hmm. just, um, you know, express yourself. Mm. And I love that about Melbourne. There's no expectation of saying you have to be like this, you have to be like that. Hello, Matthew. Oh, Hello. bread time. Hello. Oh, oh look at that. Look at that delicious bread. Right, um, oh, bless you. It's been a stressful morning, hasn't it? Uh, it has been stressful. Oh, morning. darling. Do you need a coffee? Um, Do you have time? I haven't really got time. I'm going to buy some coffee while I'm here. So. We it's arrived. It's arrived. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. look at that bread. Matthew, yeah, Matthew is amazing. He makes organic yeah. sourdough bread. And for our Good Food Fridays, we, um, so our friend Ryan said, well, you know, I want to sell, they have at the cooperative um, doing perennial um, naturally grown plants. And they wanted to, we're just like working together. And so why don't we do this whole thing of showing the green economy of, the organic veg boxes being delivered here. Yes. And then the organic bread and the plants. And obviously you can have lunch next door and mm -hmm. then buy all the rest of your ingredients here. And just make it in one trip, you know. Yes. So make it this this energy of we have lots of regulars that come in and just do see everyone, have a little chat mm -hmm. and, and get all their bits and then it's just one trip that's very <coughs> enjoyable and then it you've got everything you need. Enjoyable. I didn't know you sold bread in here. Well, it's only the second time. Ah, so right, Matthew's okay, that's why I've not seen it. For a yeah. while, okay. And we've been saying that, I oh, would love to, you know, help our Oh, I customers. can smell it. It is so good. He's, he's, he's a wizard with bread. He's just so we good. seeded spelt sourdough, wholemeal sourdough, white sourdough, rice sourdough. Oh, absolutely gorgeous. So we wanted to involve him in the Good Food Fridays because yeah. then instead of um, people saying, oh, it's Friday, let's have a takeaway. Yeah. If you just thought differently, yes. like the amount of money you might spend on a takeaway, if you just put that into buying really good organic... Um, Marisha, you're so right, aren't you? You are so right. Then it helps people through the weekend when you might normally see that is just... Yeah, so luckily Matthew's found a way to fit us mm -hmm. into his schedule. And did you say you get the veg boxes delivered? So yes, people can order their veg box from Pingle Produce right. and then they just deliver it here because they go come from works with okay but they source uh, they they the cafe next door uses their veg nice so if they come to deliver their veg yes. they thought well while we're coming we might as well just bring everyone else's yeah absolutely. so people don't have to drive to works with to go and collect it so yeah. they can just pick it up here okay so it just means it, it consolidates that whole shop mm -hmm. and then it makes more sense yeah this is a beautiful business you've got going here <laughs> isn't it it really yeah. is. Well, we just we just feel so privileged to have this opportunity. Yeah. And like as you say, this is your family business now. It is, yeah. And we want to just build on it and make it easier for people to access these lovely products that we can't imagine living without now. <laughs> and how, how old is your daughter? She'll be eight in okay. a month's time. So, yeah. Does she love being here? She does, yeah. She often talks about... She um, This morning we spoke about starting a YouTube channel. Oh, harmony. excellent. <laughs> and she just wants to add a bit of gaming at the end. <laughs> and uh, interestingly enough, Andy does love gaming. And uh, our Saturday teenage helper, yeah. uh, she loves gaming too. So on a Saturday afternoon, you might just, on a quiet moment, see see these lovely veg boxes. Coming in, um, yeah. See people doing a bit of gaming. So it's, it's very everything that life has to offer. <laughs> Marisha, do you get time off? I try, I try, yes. You, get, you, you don't work Sundays, presumably? No, we, no, we don't. No. So, yes, uh, I do often just rest when I get home. I do love you? reading, mm -hmm. I obviously love music, so I just love, and I love thinking, you know, I like thinking things through, mm -hmm. philosophizing about life yeah. and making connections. And so, yeah, I feel like all the different parts of me are thriving. In, do you, do you find system. it easy to relax? I suppose not, not really. Yeah. So I'm just that type of person. Mm -hmm. I suppose my mom always used to call it a type A personality. <laughs> that sort of person that thrives on getting energy from doing. the surroundings and doing stuff. Mm. And But I do force myself, like last night, I had a lovely hour speaking to my friend, um, doing some coaching in our allotment garden. So there we created a medicine wheel garden. So it's all these herbs, medicinal herbs coming into. I need to take you there one day. I would it's love a to. lovely space. I would and love to. Just mainly 
time in nature you know when I get into nature I'm just like okay that's me I'm just gonna listen to the birds or watch this grow or appreciate this plant and Andy's becomes like a demon at the like yeah gotta do this gotta do that and I'm just like oh I'm taking pictures of the bees yeah, yeah, and the yeah, lavender exactly. so uh, that's that's my place of of course that's where you could yeah. relax yeah i love hanging out in my hammock mm -hmm. in the summer what you've got a hammock excellent of course we do well we have this lovely two trees that's just the perfect distance for that's good not something you hear often in belper i like hanging out in my hammock yeah absolutely <laughs> it's some days i'll just be like right sorry guys I just have to be in the hammock oh, now. Oh, absolutely. And just watching the sky and the clouds. Yeah. You know, I'm very much a dreamer as well. So yeah, those I, I sorts can go of down that route as well, yeah. And even in my, uh, so in our bedroom, we're, we're at the top of Balpa, so we have that sort of open sky and the vista oh, of the distance. So yeah. I just, you know, read my book, check out the window. Oh, look, there goes the clouds mm. and drifting by. So, yeah, there's definitely that sense of uh, knowing when to... Do you, do you go back to South Africa very often? Do you, been, do you still have family there? I do, yes, yeah. yes. Well, we're planning a big African adventure. I've not only been once, back okay. once. Mm -hmm. Andy and my... Uh, Eleni hasn't been yet. Bye, Matthew. See you later, darling. Thank, get some rest. Uh, I'll try very much. Don't I'll you want a cider for later? Andy, give him a cider. He looks like he needs a cider, darling. I'll be back tomorrow. Brilliant. Oh, I'm going to have that rye for me. I love yeah. rye bread. I told you. So is that the first time you've made that one? It's not the first time. No, I've been mm -hmm. making it for well, the first time for you. You said yeah. something about the rye starter is different. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just been, um, it's difficult to get rye to behave the way that you want it to. Oh, it's, it's a bit rogue. I like it. Yeah, it's different to wheat. So it's all shapes, you know, but it's starting to come out. It, it looks absolutely amazing. delicious. It yeah. really does, and it smells yeah. delicious. You know, it's a good thing I'm hungry. Last week I <laughs> Attacked the bread with the bamboo <laughs> knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I might have to do that again. Tear away at it. Um, tear away. Yeah, I've, I've got that fair on Sunday at Shuttle Hall, so I'll need the basket back, so I'll come back. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, we can also drop it for you if you want. We... That's all right. I'll yeah. come back and say All right. No worries, darling. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Yes, he came in um, a while back, like, right, I'm ready to do my refills. And he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can buy everything loose here because he had to go into Derby. Or what, Matthew further. the baker? Matthew the baker, yeah. yeah. So we're like, oh, right, so you sell bread. And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying it out. And then everyone's just loving his bread. And um, Did yeah. he get into it during the period where we couldn't go out? I think so, yes. Yeah. And he just started um, selling to his neighbours mm. and... It's just wonderful, and he's not been in Balp for long. That's his either. therapy. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's nice to support other um, local people in, all the time in yeah. just yeah. making um, finding their way. Yes, you know, we, precisely. When we look at uh, we're lucky. We've still got some lovely local businesses, haven't we? We we in are our, very lucky. I in can't our high street. No, without exactly. Living without it. No, exactly. Everything you can imagine, you need. You can just find a shop to go and get it. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a good place to be. Oh, yes. I, uh, uh, uh. No, well, maybe we... Um, I think... Sorry, lots of thoughts going through my head at the minute. Um, mainly, I might have to cut short our conversation, but I think we, we might be on no, time to, to finish the order I have to finish before 12. Because if we don't have the essentials next week, you know, we will be in trouble. We won't be open. <laughs> <laughs> wow, washing up liquid is one of the oh, things. Oh, I'm going to take most, some of that with me, actually. Most people come, if they buy nothing else, they come to get their washing up liquid because you actually save quite a bit of money refilling. Okay. Because Ecova, which is the main yeah. eco brand, is actually owned by very unethical business don't tell me that i'm sorry <laughs> but it is it's and uh, the ethical consumer magazine if you've ever come across that it's worth looking at okay so they give you a rating for every company they look at the ingredients mm. where it comes from whether that company pays tax in the country where they're getting their resources from mm -hmm. how they deal with um areas where there's conflict you know so where the, the are they things. sorry to interrupt where are your refillable for example your refillable Washing up liquids. So we sell it in a bottle. I saw that, and yeah. And you can bring any bottle. Some people bring an old gin bottle and fill it up with washing up liquid. <laughs> do they? They do, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can bring any Thank bottle you. at all and just put our product in And there's in one it. at the end as well. Is that the same product? Uh, the smaller bottle? That is actually rinse aid for washing oh. up uh, for dishwashers. And one of that my... One? Yeah, I think so. Unless we bought yeah, yeah. this the wrong thing, yeah. 
Oh, it's nice. It's washing up. Oh, dear. I don't know. Uh-oh. Anyway. No, I'm Uh-oh. sorry. I know it's good. Oh, God, that bread smells delicious. That's that. really helpful. It's because that's the one I looked at because I want... I need to That is... Me. Sometimes what happens is... People make mistakes, <laughs> so <laughs> we have to double check every order that we order it correctly. And when it comes in, we need to make sure that oh, um, they put the wrong one. Yeah, in. sometimes you know it's just an honest mistake, and if it's we don't lovely. pick it up, it's it is. Lovely. Uh, they love your products. They are. It's all plant based yes. and eco friendly, and yes, yeah, good for sensitive skin. So there are people who actually take it on holiday. They're oh, like, right, yeah, they right. <laughs> can't bear not to yeah, do exactly. without it. Um, so yes, we do have uh, people who really love the products, and that's really that feedback of anything that works well or mm. and because we we know most of our customers by name it's quite personable and people can tell us exactly what they think yeah. and what they want and what they're looking for mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know that way it, it makes <laughs> do you, do you go, have you got any holidays booked where would you go away well you... yeah we like going to wales and oh, we like nice. camping yeah so we'll probably we'll probably do that again this year a little bit uh, of a random question i know but i just suddenly yeah. thought where, where would somebody like you enjoy going but well, camping in wales yeah so being from south africa nice. for me i like the sea to be yeah. a little bit more lively oh, okay. <laughs> so, if you know what i mean <laughs> So we've not made it to Cornwall yet because we hate being in the car too long. So that's a bit far for us yeah, still. But uh, maybe maybe in a few years' time, our daughter yeah. will be a bit more tolerant of longer drives. Yes. Because um, I'm sure she'd love Cornwall. But like I said, for us, my next dream, and we will have to save up for a long time for that, is the big African adventure. Taking them to Africa, showing them what the beaches there look Going like. back to your roots. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And even though I feel more rooted in Balba than I ever did in Africa, mm. I do feel... I feel like it's more like going back to my DNA. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that's what I would call it because I feel very rooted in Balpa and that yes. sense of finding the nourishment that my personality and my whole being needs yeah. is this this feels where like the roots were all a bit like not not clinging there uh-huh. whereas my DNA and my characteristics and my you know a lot of people say South Africans are very direct they're very ambitious they're very um, resourceful they're hard-working all those sorts of things that and if you think about the different um, sort of people and the journey of the culture and yeah. the people like owning your history I suppose mm-hmm. for me it's more about yeah. that than my roots and what so. area of South Africa are you from mainly I spent uh, the capital of Pretoria so it's the north oh, right. yeah okay yeah so yeah. yes it's it is really fascinating but I'm gonna have to go and get it's gonna be part of your with. journey it is absolutely. we'll end this Marisha I'll let your you get on with your very hard-working day oh gosh yeah there's lots to be beautiful, done beautiful beautiful shop thank you for your well, biscuits we look forward I'm to gonna seeing you purchase seeing you several things before I leave <laughs> wonderful you're most it's welcome it's been really lovely to oh, speak to you thank which you bread is is calling you <laughs> Well, they're all calling me. They're all calling you. Oh, well, lovely to speak to you. you and too, um, thank you for I hope you get to your lovely adventure in we South will. Africa. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can have it sponsored by doing a documentary or something. <gasps> hey, we're not having fun. Onwards and upwards, eh? Yeah. It would be fun. Good luck with everything. I think thank what you're you. doing here is wonderful thank and you've you. got oh. a beautiful, beautiful shop, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, well, how about that for a real sense of community? Honestly, if you want the warmest of welcomes and the most knowledgeable host and vegan produce and products, and they really are beautiful, they're all vegan and there is a vast array of them from literally from cocoa to cotton buds and you've got your very own open all hours bell, you don't get that very often nowadays. It is just the nicest of environments, honestly, and I could have uh, stayed in there all morning. Um, So do get yourselves along to Earth Harmony in Belper. We're very lucky to have that on our doorstep. And I want to thank Marisha and Andy again for giving up their time and speaking to me. Very much appreciated. I shall hopefully be speaking to Lise in Vegan Revolution, the cafe next door, very soon. Um, But in the meantime, thank you for listening as well. Um, And I hope you tune in to the next episode. Thanks. Bye-bye. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.